We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app 97.1 fm talk on demand audio wanted to let you know that as i'm surveying the midterm landscape here we're about a month away every single issue that voters care about really benefits Republicans. Now, I'm pulling from memory here and saying that it's mostly economy, uh, it's border, and it's crime. Those are three of the big ones. Oddly enough, election integrity does show up on that list, but so does abortion. Abortion is one of the key drivers, and there's a big narrative out there about what that's going to do for the midterms for Democrats. Let me get to that in just a minute. But right now I'm looking at where abortion is literally on the ballot in 2022. And then I'll tell you a little bit more about where there might be <clears throat> different you know, turnout levels and things because it's going to matter more to people who are voting on it than people who are theoretically voting either against it or for it. So first, that's in California. I wouldn't say that California is going to have much of an impact on the rest of the nation. Republicans oftentimes can pick off a few House seats there. But other than that, there's not much going on. Uh, We definitely don't want to see abortion expand, but that is what's happening in blue states. In California, they're weighing in on preposition, preposition, (laughs) proposition one, which would enshrine abortion rights in the state's constitution. But what do you expect? It's California, you know, so um, it is expected to pass. But there are groups on both sides that are fighting either for it or against it. The California Catholic Conference uh, opposes Proposition 1. It's called an an expensive and misleading ballot measure that allows unlimited late-term abortions. I would have to agree with that. Michigan, though, this this is a big state. Obviously, this is a swing state. It's the... It's a place where, uh, oh, in Vermont, by the way, I skipped Vermont, but again, that's another blue state, similar stuff going on. Michigan is a swing state, and it has, it's very interesting because there's an abortion ban from 1931 still on the books there, but the law is currently being blocked by the courts while two cases challenge it. I think that's ridiculous. When, When the law was written really shouldn't matter. It's the law. It, it, you can't have a court step in and go, well, but maybe people have changed their mind. Yeah, maybe they have, but that's why you have a legislature. That's why you have a process that if they change their mind, that's how you do it. You don't have the court step in and go, hang on a second. I feel like people have changed a bit. That's not the role of the court. So I really, really don't like that. Uh, a yes vote there would establish a new individual right to reproductive freedom, as in abortions. 
carry out all decisions for the mother, uh, baby be damned. That is what's on the ballot there. That could have an impact on the rest of the nation. I'm speaking about this in terms of how it would affect us here and the whole nation rather than the babies born in those states. And I'm doing that simply because we're taking a sort of a a, uh, first-person point of view here. But obviously, we don't want abortion to be legal anywhere in the world. Uh, (laughs) There are nuances there to be discussed. But if we can all agree that it's a baby then we should all be able to agree that it shouldn't be terminated. That's always the, the heart of the debate. So I, I neglected to open with that, but I feel like you understand that's where we're coming from. Kentucky is on the ballot here. So and that's, that's an interesting state because they're oftentimes, oddly, Kentucky and Kansas both are states where Democrats just randomly will pull off a statewide victory. And it's, It's always rather unexpected. So Kentucky has Amendment 2, and it's similar, actually. I I said that before even reading this, uh, but it is true that it's similar to what Kansas considered over the summer. The proposal would change the state constitution to say that it does not secure or protect the right to abortion or require government funding for abortion. So this is a measure to limit abortions. And we'll see if it passes. It didn't in Kansas. And that is one that really could drive turnout. It did in Kansas. It did. And I'll get to that in just a second. Last couple here. Montana. uh, Actually, it's the last one on the list here. Montana voters will decide on a different kind of ballot measure. This is a legislative referendum on the Montana Born Alive Infant Protection Act that will establish that infants born alive at any stage of development are legal persons and would require providers to give them medical care after induced labor, C-sections, and attempted abortions. Medical providers who violate the law would face penalties up to $50,000 and 20 years in prison. So this is to more clearly define the rights of the baby in Montana. So this is what we expected, right? If, if, if Roe versus Wade was overturned, it no longer is federally protected and therefore becomes a state's issue, and every state is dealing with it differently. That's a good thing. This is moving forward, uh, but this is what the battle looks like. Now, how does this affect the midterms? As I open this segment saying, I'm looking at a graph here put together by Tom Bonnier. He is a pollster. He is a very, very left-leaning pollster, and that is being kind. He's very leftist. That doesn't mean he's wrong. It just means keep in mind where he's coming from here. He's put together a voter registration graph pre and post the Dobbs decision, Roe versus Wade. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. He is... He's saying that in mainly swing states like Michigan that we just mentioned, but also Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Idaho, Virginia, Arizona, South Carolina, Minnesota, I'll continue there, uh, right up to about Indiana before it starts to drop off in Colorado, there's been a big registration gain among women. 
Now, he, as a pollster, is reading that, and he's reading into what happened in Kansas and saying that means that the midterms are going to go much better for the Democrats than we expect. And we're talking here about some states like Michigan and Pennsylvania. There's been a 10% increase in the gender gap between registrations. So women have increased their registrating. Registrating? (laughs) I mean, I'm doing that a lot this segment. Uh, Proposition H. more than men and up to 10%. So that's a pretty big gender gap. And in some of those other states that I listed, it drops off a little bit to 8%, down to 6% when you get down to Colorado and 5% with uh, Indiana. So that could affect things. But what I don't like is that he is assuming that just because women are beginning to turn out the vote more, or at least they're registering to vote more than men after the Roe versus Wade decision, that that means that you're going to see a lot more women voting for Democrats. That is not necessarily the case. When you look at actual polling on abortion in general, the needle really hasn't moved much. And in fact, there's more, when you get down into the specifics of the issue of abortion, not just do you support the Dobbs decision, That's very broad polling, and most people who respond to it, they don't know exactly what they're responding to. Other the 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 question they're actually responding to there is, do you support change? And most people go, no, no, they they just don't like change. Period. And it works both ways because when the Democrats went to implement Obamacare, people went, ah, no, I don't like change. It, It was it was more of a reaction to that than it was even the policy. And so that's what's happening here. We've had Roe versus Wade for 40, 50 years, whatever it was. And then suddenly it's gone and people go, ooh, change. Uh, Change scares me. So polling always reflects big changes negatively. But when you get into the actual issue itself, what you find is that people across the board, but especially even women, they don't like the idea of late-term abortions. They don't like the idea of stopping a heartbeat. And that has actually increased since Dobbs because more research, people are finding out more about what abortion is and they're not liking it. So just because women are increasing their vote registration, that doesn't necessarily mean anything for the midterms. In fact, it could mean the opposite. Just like when we look at the border and we look at all these new Latin American immigrants coming to the United States, they can't vote. But let's say in 15 years, Somebody passes a, a a law federally that says, okay, look, we're going to give them citizenship and they can vote now. Well, everybody's saying that's the whole goal. The, the, the goal is either A, chaos, which I think it actually is, or B, long-term gains for the Democrat Party because they're just adding voters down the line. That could actually backfire. And it is happening fast where Latino voters are shifting to Republicans very, very quickly over the last even just couple years. So these things that we assume, well, these are Democrat gains, they, they aren't necessarily. Now, the things that we know Republicans are strong on going into the midterms, though, the economy, again, the border, uh, crime, schools. I forgot to mention that one. These are big issues. And when you poll voters, these are the top line issues, including election integrity. I'll mention that. It's not necessarily number one, but it's in there in the top five, six every time. But what does the media focus on? Now, Rasmussen does polls on this. The media focuses much more on issues like climate change and gender theory and stuff like that. 
they cover those kind of stories. They cover some they, they cover Ukraine a lot more than people say they want. And I that's that's kind of a weird one because that is a legit news story. But as far as what voters are voting on, the news does not report on anything in the top five, six, maybe even seven or eight categories that voters care about. Maybe abortion would sneak in there at the bottom, but it's not one of the top five for sure. So I think, sum this up here, I think we're going into a midterm where all the news you're seeing about polling and all this stuff, I watch polling like a hawk. And I look at methods. <clears throat> there are people who are better at it than I am, but I know at least a little bit of what I'm looking at. And I'm telling you right now, Republicans are looking at a very good year. Not just because it's the red wave and people have been talking about it, but I'm looking at issues, I'm looking at polling, and it's a lot better than we think it is. And the FBI has not done anything good for pollers, <laughs> okay? If you're trying to poll Republican voters, Republican voters, and especially MAGA Republican voters, however you want to define that, they have pulled away from polling and institutions more and more and more because they don't trust them. So I, I believe personally that those people are being undercounted even in the polls, which are looking better for Republicans right now than they were even a month ago. So I'll conclude on that and say that we'll be right back. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 